0: This is Y'all heard. Y'all heard.
1: With Marissa Phillips.
0: And me, Pete Phillips.
1: We're not related.
0: <laughs> and we're recording two episodes today, so Marissa's a little Don't tell sleepy me
1: today. That. <laughs> I'm really sleepy.
0: This is a show called Y'all Heard. And what we do on this show is we try to impart our knowledge, things that we know about, onto you, the listener so that you can, like, participate in more intellectual conversations amongst your friends.
1: In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. Why are you laughing so <laughs> <all? laughs>
0: You said <that> so dismissively.
1: <laughs>
0: Marissa, how you been doing, man? I heard you got a new home.
1: I did get a new home, and it's really nice, but I don't live there yet. Okay,
0: <laughs> slow and steady but, uh, wins the race.
1: Exactly.
0: Percentage-wise, how much of your stuff is there?
1: Mm, I would say like eighty percent, eighty-five percent.
0: That's pretty good. Eighty-five. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, how's your apartment, Pete? Uh,
0: well, <laughs> funny you should ask. They recently <laughs> replaced some carpet in my apartment because of some water damage, and uh, they took a swatch off the wall. Listen, uh, it makes sense if you if you've come to visit me, if that doesn't make any sense to you and I'll be happy to show you. So they take a swatch and they go to match the color except they can't find a color that matches because my carpet's so old and used. So they decided to get a complementary color. So I have tan carpet through my entire apartment except for one hallway where I have dark dark brown carpet. <laughs>
1: Ooh. And boy,
0: does it look ghetto! <laughs> in the meantime, I also had water damage Ooh. in my <laughs> in my uh, bathroom, which they are—I don't think they're fixing. Um, they like that's a- Yeah, they spackled for some reason, and I don't know if they're ever coming back. So I think I might just use a staple gun because I gotta get this place in tip-top shape to have some guests for a party. So
1: the moral sort of here is get a house or a condo yeah
0: or just live under a rock someplace because that's easier or just to take care die.
1: of <laughs> no don't die guys i'm just joking
0: no yeah not this week anyway
1: today we're talking about technology yes so this is not gonna be my strong suit guys i get tired by eight o'clock
0: <laughs> it's
1: nine o'clock okay so today um uh, <laughs> I was like, technology, ugh, I can't think of anything. But and then I decided I'm going to talk about Hatsune Miku because I tried to research Hatsune Miku once before and I don't know, I just gave up. I was like, I don't understand what I'm reading. And I was don't like, understand I'm what you're to- saying. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll backtrack. <laughs> and, uh, this time I was like, I'm going to make myself understand what Hatsune Miku, what, it's, what her origins are.
0: Okay. Okay. He, do you know of, who
1: Hatsune Miku not is? Not a
0: damn it no. Okay. It's a she. I know
1: you don't follow anime stuff, but I'm pretty sure you've seen Hatsune Miku. Okay.
0: okay. If I knew how to spell Hatsune- it, I would Google it to confirm, but I don't.
1: Okay, everyone. Hatsune Miku is the name of a 16-year-old girl who's kind of like an anime-style character, and she's a female idol singer, and she has... Two very long turquoise pigtails. Does none of this ring a bell?
0: Nope, not at all.
1: Really? Okay. So, I've known about Hatsune Miku for a very long time um, because she's, like, there's lots of music videos on YouTube. Um, she, like, promotes products. Hatsune Miku has albums out. I've seen, like, Hatsune Miku, like, comic books. Like, there's some, the Hot Topic sells Hatsune Miku shirts. And I would see it, and it's a really cute character. And I would be like, well, what is that from? Like, it's all over the place. Like, what was that first? Was that first a cartoon? Was that first a, a comic book? So I read that, I read it, and I was like, I don't, like, what? What? So, okay. Now let me backtrack. <laughs> oh, actually, also, uh, Hatsune Miku performed in 2014 as a hologram on the late night show with David Letterman in case you didn't know David Letterman didn't know what was happening
0: no that was a fever dream
1: (laughs) yeah so she was she performed as a hologram with a live backing band Um, so and guys if you have a moment I would recommend you google Hatsune Miku so you have a visual
0: just sound it out guys
1: it's H-A-T-S-U-N-E M-I-K-U Okay, so it's just a really cute anime girl. So,
0: it it autofills. I, don't worry, guys, it autofills.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> nope, never see seen
0: people- this in my life.
1: <laughs> really? Wow. Okay. Now I feel bad. I thought it was no, kind of common knowledge.
0: It like, might be. Okay. Saracinto, anyway. you can call us at 570 podwod one <laughs> Which is our phone number, or you can reach out to one of us to let us know if this is okay. from another planet. Because Hatsune Sarah Hatsune Miku... seems to have her finger on the pulse of trends.
1: Yeah, Hatsune Miku actually opened for a Lady Gaga tour.
0: What? So... see, so this is a big deal.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm
0: just I'm just out of touch. I'm an old so... crotchety man in a nursing home.
1: Hatsune Miku, this animated idol star, was not originated as a cartoon or a comic book. Hatsune Miku is a program. Hatsune Miku is a vocal synthesizer called a Vocaloid, developed by a Japanese software company called Krypton Future Media. And she is actually one of many Vocaloid characters. However, she is the most popular. So let's backtrack. What the hell is a Vocaloid? (laughs) Vocaloid is a singing voice synthesizer. The software enables users to synthesize singing by typing in lyrics and a melody. Some people kind of compare it to auto-tune software. However, each Vocaloid is sold as like a singer in a box. Yes. So it's specifically designed to act as a replacement for an actual singer. Anyone could buy a Vocaloid program and use it to create songs. And it's basically like this. It creates this huge open source creative world because Hatsune Miku is really popular, and you could find her music all across everywhere, but all the music she performs was created by like someone different across like around the world. There's not like one person who creates Hatsune Miku music. Like anyone, I can make a song that Hatsune Miku performs. Um, so Japan in general likes to personify things that have like mascots for things. So instead of just having like, oh, this vocal synthesizer program sounds like this, and this one sounds like this, they made an anime-style character to be the quote-unquote singer that goes with every version of that software. So there's a lot of different versions of the software. And why are you laughing? Because it's
0: crazy.
1: <laughs> I, I love it. I was like, what? So there's so many. Um, there's a whole bunch of them. And they all look really cool. They all look like really cool anime characters that you would think have their own comic book, which they eventually did, but the origins was each one of them was a program. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, just to tell you a little bit more about it, um, there uh, were tens of thousands of songs featuring Hatsune Miku's voice uploaded uh, since her program launched in 2007, and over 4,000 of these songs are now commercially available uh, via Miku's record label, Karen And like I said, <laughs> her avatar has opened for Lady Gaga on tour. So uh, in an interview with Shutterstock website, uh, the marketing manager of I'm the company... sorry,
0: wait a minute.
1: <laughs> Shutterstock
0: <the> photography website?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, in an interview with Shutterstock, the marketing manager for the company that makes uh, the Vocaloid program Um...
0: That's Krypton Future Media.
1: Exactly. So, Shutterstock asked the question, do you find it difficult to explain who and what Hatsune Miku is to people who aren't familiar with her? And the person says, definitely.
0: Good. Thank God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot to explain, and it's difficult to cut something down to a simple answer. Miku is a new concept in so many ways. As a music program and virtual singing synthesizer as a projection on stage performing with a live band, as an interface for people to communicate their creations, as a collectively constructive pop star, and the list goes on. So basically, since it was a program, it all started with music. Um, But in 2007, shortly after it was created, the program, uh, that's when video sharing services started emerging and people first started uploading the songs they made. And then, animators kind of started illustrating Hatsune Miku with their own style and making like music videos with Hatsune Miku dancing around and from there it kind of spread Um, and like I said uh, it's free to like you buy buy the software but like you're free to do whatever you want with it so there's been a lot of
0: she's kind of like a guitar
1: yeah, like actually, yeah. You buy yeah. a
0: guitar and you can play whatever you want on it.
1: <laughs> but that said, it's kind of led to a lot of copyright disputes because, like, it depends what you use. Like, because it's not only her voice, now she also has a defined image. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people, like, you're not really supposed to be using it for commercial use. So, yeah, I don't know. If anyone if anyone actually knows who Hatsune Miku is, it's kind of interesting to learn about some of the... Um, copywriting issues with using Hatsune Miku. Um, So Hatsune Miku appears in comic books. She's made cameos in animes. Um, She sings some anime theme songs. There are video games with Hatsune Miku and there are action figures. Backtrack again and realize at its core this is like a kind of auto-tune program. Mm -hmm. Imagine if T-pain. All our auto tune programs have like cutesy little characters that suddenly became massively popular.
0: I guess that um, I guess that is is Oh
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and some interesting other w- places that Vocaloid has come into place specifically Hatsune Miku. Pharrell Williams made a remix of live tune song called "Last Night Goodnight" featuring Hatsune Miku. And Big Boy of Outcasts uh, sampled a song featuring Hatsune right. Miku in his 2017 single, Kill Jill. And actually, Hatsune Miku was featured in the video for the song, which I have not seen. Have you seen that? No. Okay, so i like, I'm I like
0: Big Boy, but he's getting into some weird shit lately. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, there is even a, an entire opera made with Hatsune Miku that traveled to Paris and was on stage in... How? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, I'm going to pronounce French. Oh, guys, this is the best. (laughs) Go ahead. They traveled to Paris and was on stage in the famous Théâtre du Châtelet. Uh (laughs) Okay? And the opera is called The End, a Vocaloid Opera. By Kichiru Shibuya.
0: Um, That's a fun last name.
1: I actually stopped my research there because... (laughs) Because one of two things. I could either make this short or I can make it really Really long long and boring to someone that doesn't know who Hatsune Miku is. I feel like right now, if you've never heard of Hatsune Miku, you'll be like, that's weird. I don't fully know what she's talking about, but that sounds like it could be interesting. But if I went any further, you'd be like, "I don't know what this is." Stop talking. <laughs> but I would at own... least advise. She
0: has her own to Twitter Google. account.
1: <laughs> yeah, Hatsune Miku guys is like a cultural phenomenon. Like it's so popular in Japan, and it's so popular with anime people in America at the very least. She has like 41, I said, one
0: thousand almost... followers on Twitter.
1: <laughs> she has live concerts that sell out, Pete. Her hologram has live sellout concerts. So do the gorillas. Um, I mean, yeah, but but I'm saying the gorillas are banned. She's yeah. a, a, a piece of software. <laughs> um, like I said, like Hot Topic sells Hatsune Miku shirts, and I feel like half those people don't actually know what the hell she's from. They're just like, oh, she's cool. But if, like I said once before, I was like, what is this from? And I was like, I don't know what this. What the hell? She's a program. What? And I was too lazy to figure it out that day. But I finally have a handle on what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Do you think it's stupid or interesting?
0: Listen, I, uh, many years ago now, worked on a web series which utilized the voice of a certain character that turned into the voice of Siri. And once it seems that Apple took over that voice the voice of my character was gone. And so that was a little weird because it's almost like in this case somebody bought Hatsune Miku. Like bought it and now nobody else can use it even though you've had a history of using something in the past. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's weird like that. It's it definitely doesn't feel natural. But at the oh. same time, you could make the argument that so many people you know, like so and I'm just using it because I'm old like Britney Spears goes into the studio, sings a song and they go, well that's not quite right let's pitch correct this, let's run it through a thing, let's blah 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 and now it's perfect but she can't actually sing it the way that it ends up turning out and then they're like okay, go for a photo shoot for the cover and they take a picture and then they like cut some weight off, and they retouch her skin, and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, it's not really... It doesn't feel that far off. I guess the only thing that you okay. get out of the Britney Spears thing is you're like, well, at least it's based on a person. But I'm sure well, that in some way, Hatsune Miku is kind of... I'm sure people's interpretations is. are based off of a person in some weird way.
1: This Hatsune Miku, there, there is a singer that they say that they think her voice was like based off of, but that actually like put to a higher pitch. I think it's best to close out my segment by letting you hear a little bit of this.
0: Thank God.
1: Okay, yeah. Um, Because, yeah, okay. Tell me if you can't hear it, but this is my favorite Hatsune Miku song. Can you hear it? I can hear it. Okay. Oh. Well, wait a little bit. It's a little bit instrumental. She's dancing. I want to turn it so you can see it. Can you see it?
0: Not really for the lighting.
1: Okay. Daniel's
0: apartment looks great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's dancing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like this.
0: It sounds like the Google Bordello to me.
1: <laughs> Wait, oh, here we go.
0: Oh, no. 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 I pull it all back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <you're>... Freaking chipmunks.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. But, but, okay. One more thing before we end it. I'm gonna play it. Remember I said there are different vocaloids. So let's listen to Luca? I don't know. This is a different vocaloid. Oh, this is Megarine Luca. That's a different vocaloid.
0: Never gonna have enough energy to live in Asia. (laughs) That sounds like a real voice, worse. actually. What? Okay, we disagree. I said that sounds like a real voice to me, at least. The other one doesn't sound real.
1: Really? Okay. The other one,
0: yeah, I feel like sounds like a chipmunk. Okay. And it, and really, if we think about it, the chipmunks, that's kind of the beginning of auto-tune, all, isn't all it? Are we all
1: chipmunks?
0: <laughs> yes. Or
1: that, yes. We
0: are all chipwrecked somehow.
1: <laughs> there are men vocaloids, <laughs> Until but I'm going to we just... take
0: a road chip...
1: <laughs> Shut up
0: To find our destiny
1: <laughs> There are male vocaloids But I'm i hope spare so. You. I'm gonna spare you
0: I was expecting an operatic one
1: Um I've actually only heard like two vocaloids Cause I find them I either love the song Or I hate it A lot <laughs> So I never wanna be like Well let me just listen to a whole bunch of vocaloid music
0: But it's interesting that you bring this up Because my question becomes Hatsuniku Miku
1: Hatsune Miku.
0: Yeah, I'm trying, okay?
1: <laughs>
0: um, so, she makes music, and you said that X thousand songs are available commercially. Who makes money off of these songs? Who makes money off of the ticket sales at the concert appearances?
1: Yeah, that I don't know. That, and yeah
0: that leads into my particular topic to some okay. degree. So... When we recorded one of our episodes, it happened the same day. And I was really bummed that I didn't discover it that day, because it would have been my topic if I had checked the news. Uh, But Janixa Bravo, who's a director, she made this independent movie called Lemon starring Brett Gelman. It's fun. It's weird. Buy it if you want. She posted a thing on Instagram about how Saudi Arabia... Saudi Arabia... (laughs) I can't see Saudi Arabia right now. Uh, Saudi Arabia granted citizenship to the very first robot. And the robot is named Sophia. Immediately I went to are you kidding me? You granted citizenship to a female robot, even though females in your own country don't have Ah, much in the line of citizenship. That is very weird. So I had no idea about Sophia or who made her or anything like that. But immediately when I saw this post, I thought, like I think a lot of people probably thought, oh, this is going to be a slippery slope. Robots are going to replace humans. And then I was like, is that really so bad? Because humans are driving me crazy lately. Maybe it would (laughs) be great to have a bunch of robots around that at least operate on some sort of logic. (laughs) Yeah. But my mind went to a lot of the snarky, again, people, to to the same place where a bunch of snarky internet people went, which again, they give citizenship to a female robot. Many of their own females, not to mention just people in general, don't have much in the line of rights. Yeah. So, that's sort of where a lot of the first pieces came from, but I don't know about you, Marissa, I would rather read something a few days later where people actually have time to research and think things through, instead of this like I know I'm making a critique on the media right now, but, like, this this gut reaction media that we sometimes get get thrown yeah. at us. Um, so Slate put an article up later, and when Slate's article came up, a lot of other people started to pop up with a centralized question, which is, what is this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> because they started to look at it and and basically in the slate article they cite a UN uh, document article 25 of the United Nations International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights which okay.
1: grants,
0: which grants every grants to every citizen the right to take part in the conduct of political affairs vote to be elect yeah vote and to be elected excuse me so you can run and vote and have access on general terms of equality to public service in his or her country. However, (laughs) this covenant... um, Well, really, okay, so this covenant makes a distinction between citizens and non-citizens, but the weird part is that Saudi Arabia doesn't agree with this covenant. Um, So what I'm trying to say is if you're a citizen in Saudi Arabia, you don't necessarily have the right to vote take place in yeah. public affairs or have general access to equality. And so many people are like, so who the hell gives a shit if Saudi Arabia gave, a- gave citizenship to a robot? It doesn't mean anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Is it just some sort of, like, PR thing? And if it is... I assume
1: so. Is
0: it for Hanson Robotics? Or is it for Saudi Arabia? Uh, is it, like, Saudi well, Arabia going, look, we're on we're on the cusp of the future? Is it Hanson Robotics doing something underhanded? But, here's the thing. The Slate... And, and this is the article that I spent the most time on. The Slate piece goes and says, if... According to this document, when you're a citizen, you are greater than a non-citizen. And when you're a non-citizen, you're greater than some vague idea of just a human being. Yeah. It, it posits that Robot Sophia equals a person. Okay. Because if she's granted citizenship in one place, and a citizen makes you better than a non-citizen, which is better than being just a general person, you can almost follow that transitively to say... That Sophia is equal to or better than a person. Okay. So granting her citizenship in one country kind of makes her a person in all countries in a weird way. Okay. I want to clarify and say that Sophia is pretty cool. Uh, (laughs) She can talk. We're not like dating, but like...
1: (laughs) Are you you talking?
0: Like she can talk, yeah. Um, (laughs) She talks like a robot. Which,
1: Are you boning?
0: No. She doesn't have okay. bones. She has circuits. <laughs> We're slamming circuit boards. <laughs> Ew. So, she talks like a robot. If you ask me, she looks like a robot, dressed like a Just person. walk the robot? <laughs> I haven't seen her walk, now that you mention it. But she can have a conversation, respond to jokes and things like that. She can make jokes herself. But... Her comprehension is completely literal, um, but that being said, she can actually do things. You can ask her a question, and she can answer it. If you can ask her a question, she can answer it. You could probably give her a problem, and she could figure out a solution. So she's just Alexa? Pretty much. Alexa that looks like a person. But here's the thing. If you grant her citizenship, and then you also recognize the fact that she can solve problems and blah, 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 Then you end up with this question, which, again, takes me back to Hatsune Miku. Did I get it? (laughs) Hatsune Miku. Hatsune
1: Miku. Yeah. I I was closer
0: and different. I'll edit that together to make it sound like I got it right. Yeah, right.
1: Um,
0: So if you put a, a problem in front of Sophia and she figures out a solution and you adopt that solution on a grander scale... In a way, if that were you and me, we should be compensated for our contribution. And since she is a person, shouldn't she be compensated?
1: But how do you compensate a robot?
0: And if you do compensate her, what does she do with the money? Who's
1: should her sh- make... The, the the robot company gets
0: it. Hanson Robotics, yes.
1: Yeah.
0: But that is like saying all the work that you do, your parents get the money you don't get the money.
1: Well, if I was a baby, I wouldn't get the money. So you're saying
0: that Robot Sophia is a baby.
1: But she doesn't... She can't take care of herself. She can't hold down a job and go to the bank and have a house.
0: That's taking care of yourself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Think
0: about it. She doesn't have to eat. She doesn't have to shit.
1: Yeah, she can't invest that money into anything. She's not... Like... She doesn't have enough... What do you think?
0: But if you said, Sophia, what do you think you should spend your money on? She will come up with an answer.
1: I don't know. That's a good question. That's what she was saying. But what if
0: she was like, I'd like a new dress?
1: Then you kill the robot. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) The moment that happens, you kill it.
0: But this is the thing. Some people, and when I say some people... I think, like, the person who wrote this article for Slate and me um, think that the developer, Hanson Robotics, was making a weird, inadvertent, roundabout, manipulative play here. Because if you were grant- like, let's say you were from Zaire. And you were granted citizenship in Zaire and you wanted to come to America. You have a passport that says you're a citizen in another country. And when you come to Mm -hmm. America, you bring those rights with you. Granted, you're not an American citizen, but you are recognized as a person who has some rights and should be treated fairly and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the question is, when they bring Sophia to America, is she recognized as as a citizen of Saudi Arabia in America and if she is, huh. what rights does she bring with her coming into the country?
1: I don't feel like she necessarily is, because I don't think that we, as a whole nation and global...
0: this is, like, this is Go ahead. This is good. I, don't I like don't like this. the whole
1: global community agreed that she's a citizen. That was Saudi Arabia making an isolated decision, and we didn't all sign on for that.
0: But then you start to ask yourself the ethical question. You go, no, that only applies to human beings. How do you define a human being? They have human beings got a lot of robot parts these days.
1: Yeah, but their brain is not a robot part.
0: <laughs> Some people maybe.
1: No, that's not a thing yet. <laughs> what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> so, if she's no, working... really,
1: did you just say that, <laughs> or did you mean something by that? What I you mean
0: that about? when you really break down what a human, what a brain is.
1: Pete, shut up. Sounds to me
0: like a circuit board.
1: Why? Shut up. With different
0: connections going to different things to make different things happen.
1: You sound worse than me. You're talking about the reptilians and the gray.
0: (laughs) The thing that you're going to do is you're going to end up getting down to a soul and you can't physically qualify, like,
1: show me a soul.
0: And so now we don't have a distinction between the robot and the human being, which is the point that I wanted to make today. I think that because of The Walking Dead, everybody's got their eyes on zombies and zombie apocalypse, zombie apocalypse. Yeah. In the meantime, robots have taken this opportunity to rise to the surface without anybody noticing because well, they did make that A- that show, that British show that's been on AMC as well, called Humans, I think it's called, which okay. is also about robots and humans and the sort of fine line between the two. But it's so dramatic and not violent that it didn't really catch on. So you know what? robots are really sneaking in and they're going to take over the world.
1: Well, the thing is, I don't think they're sneaking in. I think we all saw this coming, but we don't want to come to terms with it, so we don't really want to... Just
0: like Trump.
1: (laughs) We don't want to luxuriate in it the way we want to, like zombies, because we don't really think zombies are going to happen. Like, we all know robots are going to kill us. (laughs) We just assume assume it wasn't in our lifetime. That's true, yeah. We know that we ourselves are going to create our own demise.
0: That was the thought...
1: talk about that
0: that was the thought that i had when i came to the end of all of this i thought yeah robots are going to take over the world and it is going to be like some sort of futuristic movie but i'm going to be dead by then
1: yeah exactly and so far i haven't
0: reproduced so i guess i don't care
1: (laughs) Uh, which isn't true
0: i have too much compassion for all human beings (laughs) so marissa if you could have a robot what would it do for you And, which is more fun, what name would you give it? Because I was... That was the other thing I walked away from this article thinking, I'm like, Sophia? You pick Sophia? (laughs) Come on.
1: Um, I just need a robot that, like...
0: I thought... Here's the thing. I don't have an answer for me. I definitely have an answer for you, though, of what a robot would do. (laughs) Your robot is going to do the thing that we always wanted to do for each other, which is... Your robot is going to create and send all the correspondence that you don't want to send. So, <laughs> Ooh, if you I like that. don't want to go do something, or if you don't want to write the email back to somebody, your robot's going to do it for you.
1: I like that. My robot would be named Wee Woo.
0: That sounds right for you. Okay. <laughs> Wee Woo. I don't want to go out tonight. Could you text so and so?
1: Okay, um, no, I'm gonna have a robot that knows you well, that you have to have this robot for at least a year before it does its job, so it knows you, Okay. and then it, this is very, (laughs) this is very layered, this robot is going to sign you up for groups and excursions and activities that it knows you would like, but you wouldn't otherwise initiate yourself, so it's like basically that. going to, like, manage your social life.
0: My robot is going to put me out there.
1: Yes. So what would you name <laughs> your put me out there robot?
0: Um, I would name it Please Don't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I like that. Nice so, yeah. Thing.
0: Watch yourselves, guys. Because what Marissa's talking about, a robot learning about me throughout my life, Google's doing that to you right now. And if it's not Google, then it's Apple. So watch yourselves.
1: And did you ever see her, she, whatever that's called? Her- so no, ever- not Hershey.
0: she. You mean the movie She? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Is
0: it her? It is. Is it her? Yes, her. <laughs> her,
1: she.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was then- streaming so I could watch it and eat a Hershey bar.
1: Then... Before you know it, like, it'll know about you, and then it'll seduce you, and then it'll multiply and be seducing 30,000 people when you think you have a one-on-one monogamous relationship with your robot, and it's just intense.
0: That's the scariest part of robots, because all they're going to do is teach you that you're not so special. (laughs) And honestly, there's people that can do that to (laughs) you. They're called
1: bullies. (laughs) True, true.
0: That's what I got this week robots are going to take over the world but while they're taking over the world they're going to be a hell of a lot more entertaining than our natural singing celebrities Mm Mm-hmm. yeah (laughs) don't lie
1: you hate those voices
0: (laughs) you got anything you want to plug like sleep
1: I want to plug sleep and um want to plug oh if oh shoot when will this be coming out
0: November 17th. November. Okay.
1: If you live in the Philadelphia area, tomorrow (laughs) there will be the Nerdtino uh, Latino Comic Con. Um, That's Nerd, N-E-R-D-T-I-N-O. I Um, I think just Nerdtino.com will tell you all about it. Um, It's the first Latino Comic Con on the East Coast, uh, and it has some really great programming. Um, You don't need to be Latino or Latina to go. It's just a pretty cool comic convention but it's nice because it um kind of caters to an underrepresentative group in the world of nerddom so i don't know if you're in philly you should check it out uh i will be there cosplaying as something yet to be determined um pete how about you
0: my mom's gonna be running a cheesecake sale that weekend and also
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: also lady dynamite comes on to netflix oh and I think, but i also think there's a free hbo weekend for cable people that weekend so
1: I think I'm buying HBO
0: I'm de- I definitely am So if you don't want to buy it You can definitely use mine if you want HBO uh, this I- is not happening <laughs> 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 Because I gotta find out what happens In season 2 of Divorce
1: Ooh, Is Divorced? that the Sarah Jessica Parker is that, show? Is that
0: past tense or present tense? Yes
1: <laughs> I can't believe you're watching that I can't either <laughs> It's I'm like excited. an
0: anti-sex in the city <laughs>
1: This makes me so excited. I yeah, want to watch this show so bad. Uh-huh. Well, on that note, guys, we hope you have a good week.
0: And if you have HBO, feel free to contact us at 570 O D W A D one That's
1: 570 Give me access.
0: Podwad one Leave your email address and HBO Now password so that we can use it. Yep. <laughs> Otherwise, look for us at yallherd.me, or you can tweet me on Twitter at peterbides.
1: Or you can Insta me at Riss Vandal, R-I-S-S-V-A-N-D-A-L. Okay,
0: bye! Have a good week, everybody, Bye. Bye. bye!